Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwater Flame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's up? It's your boy, John, and I am the GM nope. for this D&D game. <laughs> nope. <laughs> See, YouTube Absolute, intro, absolutely YouTube, not. Every YouTube intro requires you to walk into your chair and sit down and then start talking. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> you did this, Jack. Does, does this look like a regretful face? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm John. I'm your game master for the evening. Uh, forget for shut for blah 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 is a blah blah blah. Well-oiled machine, folks. Well-oiled machine. You gotta watch, you gotta go off frame and watch that. Oh! <laughs> 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 uh, sometimes, sometime brain faster than mouth speak. Uh, I, am so, a, <laughs> I am a little concerned as I suddenly realized how much your intro for, for uh, and my intro for the Saturday game are similar. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> All of that last one, including tripping over myself at the end. It happens. Anyways. But mostly uh, the rapid fire start. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess that means I'm an influencer. No. Uh, <laughs> as much as I might wish otherwise, none of us are influencers. You don't have to influence one important person. Anyways, uh, so yeah, welcome to Grand Terror Shadowfront. I'm the GM for this game. Uh, as always, uh, Black Lives Matter, trans rights, human rights, and fuck cops. And the legal system in general, as it stands, being designed mostly to enfranchise people with money and disenfranchise people without. Uh, joining me today is Jack. Hi, I'm Jack, not... GM William Shatner over here. Uh, and I'm playing Gent Minar, half-elf spellslinger. I'm very glad to be back. You say that like I don't just put random pauses into my sentences all the time. I know, it's just I've never pointed it directly out to you before. And Mara? Hi, 
I'm Mar, and I'm playing Titania Valkorian, a Ladrin Druid princess. And William? I mean, it's better than GM Christopher Walken. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Valdez. I would be fine with GM Christopher Walken, let's be honest. (laughs) And next, we're introducing... Well, we're not, because he's not here. But in a little bit, Craig will be joining us as Grumman Bellmender, the dwarf, fucking master. Now, Jeremy, go ahead and introduce yourself as I combine the two. <laughs> I was going to say, what an unholy abomination of a impression was that. Yeah, of Christopher Walken's voice, but Will Shatner's uh, speech. Yeah, 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 yeah. It 100% was that. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeremy. Uh, I am playing, uh, I believe st- I'm still currently Marathon. Uh, uh, Changeling Warlock. By the way, am I the only person who thought when John started the intro that it was again a joke intro and we hadn't actually gone live? Oh, no, I had no idea we were actually live. Yeah, yeah okay, good. Same. I'm, yeah, no, I'm glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> there was no a, countdown. I there gave you a visual I countdown. I, I just because none of you were paying attention to it doesn't mean I didn't give it. Just like every I believe time. you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but occasionally I'm looking at other things than the video screen. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I've I've hit the point where I'm where I'm working for the first few for the first couple of hours of this too. So I figured someone would see it and might say something, but no one did. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and... Not complaining. I was just like there was a moment where I was like. Yeah. Oh, 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 we're oh we're this, wasn't, this okay. wasn't a bit. <laughs> I mean, it was a bit. <laughs> I mean, it was a bit, but it wasn't. Hi, what I we're mean. doing it live. It was just a different bit than you were expecting. It wasn't <laughs> one of the numerous dumb inside jokes we do before we go live every week on Thursday. <laughs> we just told, we just you know, just just moved the marker slightly ahead. Uh, <laughs> and Cody, I'm Cody. I'm playing Ithram Volar, Hobgoblin War Wizard. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I said, like I said earlier uh, Craig will be joining us in a bit uh, he just is running a bit late and he'll appear in that spot there that you can all see because it's clearly demarcated where Craig will go because... except he won't he'll show up in one of our spots and then have to pause for a second while you put him back where he goes while one of us ended up in that spot eventually but yeah I'm just really uh, glad that I didn't do what up. I was going to do, which was as you were starting up your live intro, uh, which I did. I thought was another joke recorded intro. I was ready to get up and go smoke. <laughs> <laughs> would have been funny. It just would have been a joke you weren't in on until you got back. <laughs> right. <laughs> and when last we left off, the Steelhearts had acquired a guide again so uh jack yo i would like you while we have some time here uh to go ahead and just let us know what gents like inner monologue has been for the last three or four hours that you have been wandering at the back of the pack watching the rest of your friends go forward with another bellmender this one less smelly 
but no less weird. Guide, it's very he, nice. He, 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 Gent has his gun out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just methodically cleaning and reloading it. Probably having a little bit of a soft conversation with it at the same time. It's like they don't even learn remotely that sometimes patterns are established with the first data point. We found one of these people in town. He was entirely incompetent and Reckless enough that we could have all ended up dead. And then when he disappears and is replaced by apparently another of a likely misbegotten clan, they look a bit inbred. I don't know what happens down in these hive passages. And I, all of my friends are fantastic. I'm still not sure about this warlock person, but if this adventure doesn't actually end up with at least two of us being roasted and eaten alive by a bunch of underground rednecks. I don't know what to expect. Variations on a theme. Meanwhile, up ahead, your fiancé is accepting drinks from this dwarf and getting (laughs) drunk. So, the Steelhearts and their guide traversed through the Hive of Ruin and eventually determined that they needed to go further down. Hang on one second. So those of you watching may notice that I have a small child next to me. Uh, this is a doppelganger of mine. Uh, it's just really slow to take place. <laughs> and she's currently demanding TV. She has TV on her tablet, but she wants the big TV because it lets her into a room she's not allowed to be in by herself. So she asks for the thing that's in there so that I'll let her in there, not realizing that I am slightly smarter than my daughter and know why she's asking me for the TV. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, they, uh, tra- traversing through, uh, you, you sort of determined, uh, well, uh, Grumman determined, that the location that you were looking for was going to be down. Uh, and to get there, the easiest way to go down several levels would be to go to a crevasse that he had remembered being in a certain area that would take you down three or four levels into what he t- what he coined the Underborough, which is a vast expanse of uh, low-cost housing uh, that existed throughout the, the reign of, of many of these uh, kingdoms that rose and fell. Uh, low-cost housing being uh, abandoned and for the poor people. So. Oh, you also learned that the, uh, you also learned, Ghent, because I forgot to mention this earlier, that the the hive seems to reset itself, or not reset itself, it seems to change as time goes on. You noticed that, you know, uh, in like things that were hallways sort of collapsed down into dead ends, and, you know, Places that were dead ends sort of collapsed down into further floors and, and the like. Um, the the hive is ever changing and seems to be some combination of natural uh, sort of physics and magic. It's hard to tell exactly what. Ethram mm-hmm. uh, was able to Ethram was able to tell that there was no immediate magic like on the ruins themselves. So if there is a magic source of this whole thing, it's something you know 
far away or deep below. Yeah, it was farther but, down. It's a death trap. Mm, but the motion, like, basically just sort of, like, the constant pressure on everything from the ruins pushing in on themselves causes them to collapse. And when they collapse, the entire thing shifts in various different ways mm-hmm. to sort of reshape the ruins as you go. Death trap. Mm. Absolutely. Which is... Yeah. And a lot of the death traps weren't traps originally. They just are traps now because of the way the ruins have shifted. <clears throat> so you continue. You 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 got to the cat. You got to the crevasse. You went down. Uh, 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 Sin's character's name that I'm forgetting at the moment. Merith. Uh, Merith. I like how we've got. We've now got like a. Um, we've got like an internal audit tree. Of Sin right. as a character. You got Jeremy the player, and then you've got Sin the character who then plays these other characters. Yep. <laughs> it's a role playing turducken. Uh anyways. The uh Herschel. RPG Ception. RPG Ception. Herschel? Why do you want to say Herschel? That yeah, that's from Stardust. <laughs> Merith. 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 I don't know why you told me the name and immediately my brain said it's a different name. Merit. Oh, good. Her- Her- Herschel's a tree folk. Yeah. Uh, Jack, you're muted. I couldn't hear that. I was just saying, you have ADHD, my dude. That's why. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. I mean, medicine wore off yeah. an hour ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, Merith did a very dangerous sort of bit of uh, teleporting uh, using both of their spell slots uh, to get down to the fourth sort of layer of this massive ruin. Uh, while Two of Titania, my three. While Titania uh, flew on a broom and the rest of you floated down in a boat, well, in a wagon. Uh, arriving down at this more well, it's a ruin. It looks it looks kind of like a, a ruin of like a a medium sized town. If it weren't for all the other ruins around it, making it obviously not a medium sized town. Uh, there are several large buildings that are broken apart with various holes in them and bits of empty space and and what looked like livable area at one point in time. And just now, underneath a lot of the rubble, uh, Grumond found a book, which he is proceeded to bring back to show off to the rest of you. Uh, which Ithram identified as the Book of Edible Recipes. Uh, so, ahead of you lies this increasingly cramped series of buildings that get closer and closer in together. You can actually, you can actually see as the ruins sort of begin to collapse inward until it narrows down to a fairly narrow single file crack, basically, that leads on deeper. And as you're all standing around, having just gotten down, you're you're sort of watching this massive uh, dragon horn wheelbarrow that Grumman was piloting earlier begin to collapse and shrink down into a much more portable size. What are you doing? I believe they were going to lead the way down. Yeah, we can't fly anymore. Yeah. So we're going to have to go on foot. 
think Grumman had offered to take lead, I want to say. That can, ha yeah. that can happen as soon as I figure out why this thing isn't letting me... Oh, because it's locked. That's why. Boom. Aha. Sorry, I was turning on a camera for when Craig gets in. Uh, <clears throat> I will now turn back off because I'll know it when he gets here because you, the rest of you will be wrong. Um... Yeah, once the it takes a little bit for the for the for the wagon to shrink. Grumman, you know, shrinks it down, hooks it onto his belt, sniffs a little bit, rubs his uh, uh, mostly mutton chops chin, and uh, leads the way, heading towards this narrow crack. As he does, sort of uh, looks over his shoulder at the rest of you. Right now, so you're gonna want to watch your heads, especially the tall folk amongst you. Uh, these these sort of uh, passages tend to get fairly a wee bit narrow. How narrow are we talking about? Yeah, have you heard of a pancake? Yes. Sort of a little bit of dough you throw in a pan, bake it up, and it yes, tastes I'm, very I'm, sweet. I'm, I'm familiar with pancakes, yes. They're delightful. Think that. Imagine that. Be the pancake. And he starts walking into the crack. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, Kent's making a face. <laughs> <laughs> Gent is actually also looking around. Does he think that a gunshot down here would bring down more shit? Structurally uh, speaking? Make me an intelligence and Tinker's Tools roll. Okay. Ethereum's just going to absentmindedly put his hand in his not bag of holding. Natural fucking uh, 20 for a total of 30. <laughs> nice. Uh, around the chains that are in there. Yeah. Uh, Gent, yes. Okay. Like, the gunshot might not, but the impact of the bullet might. Okay. Like, the, the certainly not loud. The, like, the, the, the sound reverberations are not loud enough to trigger a collapse. But you do know that Grumman was... Uh, considering making a grenade in order to collapse sections of the 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 layer so that you could more easily walk down, and seem to think that you know one good you know one of one or two of Valdeth's uh, like gunblade shells would have been enough of an explosion to knock loose a, a pile of rubble. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Merith looks distinctly annoyed for a moment. And then just sort of size, and because Merith is a little bit bulkier, uh, uh, shifts back into the uh, Drissa, the one that, that, that you all first met them as. Uh, the red hair, mm -hmm. much lankier, a little bit taller, but definitely <clears throat> not as, not as, as well built. Hoping to not have to do that, but huh? 
Of all the tokens that Sin has, I didn't make one for Jerissa. No! Why didn't I make <laughs> one for... I thought I did make one for Jerissa. It was even a... the one that I was when you were making the token. I have a pyramid <laughs> of tokens for, for specifically for Sin's forms. Why is there not one for Jerissa? While we're walking, I'm going to spend a minute uh, oh, there is a one for Jerissa. It just didn't make it over into the Roll20 game. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I I'm only imported 14 of the 27. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Not yet. Swapping out Sending in the Crystalline Chronicle for uh, Enlarge Reduce. All right. You can, you can make a... Um... <clears throat> A deck of images that you can assign as that you can create a token for that'll just make a multi-sided token. So you can just swap what image the token uses rather than changing tokens out every time. Really? Yes. I didn't know. It's that. a thing, but yeah, it's it's um... actually relatively simple. I've I've I start I learned how to do it for a for a campaign for one of the campaigns I'm making, and it's actually once you learn how to do it, it's really simple. I will. I I where where's. For future reference in Roll20 chat. Why Basically, you have to create a roll table and then... And then create a token out of it. Yeah. I will look at that later. Yep. Okay. Guess we see where this goes. Uh, to time you'll start walking. That'll be good because then you could just change your name on the token every time you change, and you could just slide it. Uh, hang on, sorry. I when I clicked on the when I clicked on the link, it didn't open it in a new tab. It opened it in the tab that I was in. So <laughs> sorry, I'm back so into used, roll twenty. <laughs> I'm so used to just by default right click open in new tab that I don't. I even think I normally about that. middle cl- I normally middle click, but. I'm I'm also I, like I've gotten used to like opening up links from my email, which opens them in a new tab, because in, at work right. uh, I get like notifications about tickets in my email, and I click on it and it opens up a new tab that I yep. didn't even think about it. I just clicked. It's okay. This is literally I I I I was I was this exact day years old when I realized middle clicking automatically opens in a new tab. Thank you, John. That's useful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot faster than right clicking. It is. Were you were you this exact minute years old? In fact, pretty much. <laughs> well, he's certainly not going first, but Ghent will be going through the crack eventually. Yeah. All right. So everyone that's here, uh, go ahead and give me either a, a either. A athletics roll, an acrobatics roll, or a survival roll. Athletics for Ghent. <laughs> athletics for Ithram as well. Uh, acrobatics. 30, 20. 24. 18. 17. That's some good rolls. I'm concerned for our combat that we eventually <laughs> will have. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm a strong wizard. Combat? I'm not a combat GM. Uh, 
So you 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 manage to you begin pressing through this this sort of fairly tight and claustrophobic area. Uh, Grumman seems to move through it fairly like fairly easily without any real like distract without any real issue for someone as broadly built as he is. And he's he's got that like, like that Warcraft dwarf broad really like as opposed to a normal dwarf broad. Um, he's he's very agile and just sort of slips through the the tight spaces with with ease. Um, the rest of you have a little bit of a harder time. Uh, Titan, uh, 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 Jerissa, uh, yes. reducing your size definitely the correct call because you definitely end right. up having to you you end up having to like crouch down and and kneel down to get through certain spaces as the as the ceiling crumples in certain places. It feels like whatever it is you're moving through was once uh, actually one building. Maybe, maybe sort of like a, like a lobby of some larger structure or of some kind, but it's mostly been collapsed in, and the integrity of the side walls is basically all that was left. Uh, okay. As this very tight, like would normally be single file entrance, um, and you a little bit of a harrowing experience at one particular point, but you managed to squeeze your way through. Okay. Um, Ithram, same thing, except rather than, you know, gr- f- twisting yourself to move through, you actually push bits of the rubble out of the way to get through. Um, bruise yourself a few times, but you manage to get your way through. Uh, Ghent, similarly, you're, you're sort of putting your back and shoulders into it to sort of sh- shove rubble out of the way rather than trying to go around it. Uh... Titania, your, sure, 20, sure. your 24 survival check basically means that you see the others sort of pushing through the rubble and go, I'll go last. Uh, therefore getting the easiest path because everyone else, particularly Valdeth with a 30, just sort of breaks through the, 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 the rubble, causing some of it to shift and fall in certain places, but they make it easier for you. Nice. Valdeth with that minotaur ring just... Pfft. Out of my way. Uh, but eventually, you make your way through this tight crawl space, effectively. Um, and wind up in what feels like it may have at one time been an entryway to a house. Uh, it's a slightly wider more roomy area. There's a few bits of broken furniture here and there. Uh, the, the, the sort of thing that you squeezed through looks like it may have at one point in time been a closet that the outer wall collapsed out of um, and then just sort of adjoined to like an alleyway of some kind that squeezed through it's hard to tell um, but you find yourself in a fairly narrow fairly squat intrude, oh. you know foyer for lack of a better term with a collapsed down like doorway across from you and to your le- uh, to your right more just collapsed piles of rubble and to your left there is a sort of like uh, wooden double doors that are looks like at one point in time they may have been ornate but now are mostly just covered in shit Ghent leans over to Valdeth, darling, uh, 
I'm looking at the structure here. I don't know how helpful I'll be if we have to fight anything. It's all well and good if I bury our enemies under rubble, less so if I bury us as well. Fair, but... I think it's better to fire a gun and take that chance than stand there when someone guts you open. I'm not going to be helpless, I just wanted to let you know. Just try and be careful place your shots. All right. Ultimately, I can't really tell you how to be safe with your own guns, considering you made them or found in one case. I'm sure we'll figure it out. So, ahead of you, uh, there is this wooden double doors. Grumman sort of looks up at it, looks over at the group of you. All right, so we're at a point where we're going to have to be traveling through the internals of the underborough. Mostly, it's just rubble and dangerous to traverse because it's all collapsing. However, there are creatures that have made a home down here. Uh, Some of them were once people. Uh, Some of them eat people. Were once people and now are... It depends on your definitions of personhood, really. Uh... Could be, maybe. Depends on your definition of personhood as in walking dead bodies or no longer quite the same creature they used to be. Yes. Both, all right. Delightful. Oh. Most of most of the time, you know, we just call them rune lurkers and we let them be if we can. Because, you know... We're not a bunch of fighters. Well, most of us aren't a bunch of fighters, but uh, you lot are loud and shiny and well-coordinated and uh, clean. So just be aware, you know, they might find something about your personage particularly interesting. How is it it still kind of like very narrow? this way or is it something we can maybe avoid because that can make us a lot quieter it's a crapshoot but if we walk right into something then I think the fact that this place changes from day to day makes that difficult to guess but having that would probably help more than hinder the last time I was here that tunnel wasn't there Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to cast Pass Without Trace then. <laughs> Let's just do that. All right. My favorite spell. You cast Pass Without Trace. Yep. And the sort of 
sporific cloud emits off of uh, off of Titania and sort of settles on all of your skin and clothes, and it sort of feels like the light dims and visibility gets lower around her. Keep going. Yes. Never All right. Like a plan. Let's move on. Never know what's around the river bend. And Grumman moves towards the door. Check for traps. Is he quoting song lyrics at us now? Sounded like it, but I've never heard that one before. Right. I really fucking hate this guy. <laughs> He's doing good. I, I, I did, in fact, back up around the corner because he's going near a door. Oh, yeah, that's all. <laughs> I'm just pulling up Grumman's D&D Beyond character sheet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> it threw him again across the hallway. <laughs> that one. As I realized that I should have had that at a disadvantage in the toss, but that's fine. We'll keep doing that. Yeah, hey, you do still have a level of exhaustion, don't you? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> this will be fine. All right. So let's roll a dice. Oh boy. So, <coughs> Grummond, <coughs> excuse me, sort of looks at the door, gauges it, looks around, scratches his hairless chin. <coughs> Wait, so if I do this, and he reaches over and grabs a stone in the wall to the right and pulls it out of the wall. And as he does, the doors just fall inward. Like completely off the hinges? There are no hinges, you notice. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> they were sort of being held in by the pressure of the walls. And on the other side of them, you see a long entry foyer, or foyer, uh, that has definitely seen better days, but unlike the, the cramped, collapsed entryway you're in now, uh, is fairly open. Uh, you see a vaulted ceiling that remains vaulted uh, with several support pillars or columns sort of lining the central hallway, six to be exact, three on the left, three on the right. Uh, the room fairly wide, fairly open. The the moldy, tattered remains of a red carpet on the floor in pieces. Uh, various signs and smells of animal droppings in the in the immediate vicinity, uh, and crumbling but sturdy walls on the left and right. Uh, there is sort of more immediately you can make out a door on the right hand side as you're sort of taking a look and and the sort of the dark interior extends a little bit further um, 
uh jerissa you can oh wait did i put dark vision on that token uh good question i'm not uh yeah yeah no i did i did looks like i can yeah. see so jerissa you're able to see a little bit further than everyone else and you can see that there is actually like a there's like a, a wall with a door on the yep. far end and two sort of uh, additional exits uh off to one side in addition to the side door yep can see those Grumman looks in. Oh, bit a fancy kip. Someone there's had money. We have an exit. For, we have we have a door straight ahead. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and hallways down about about forty five feet or so, going in either direction. <coughs> Grumman just sort of walks in. I let our trap springer spring, potentially spring traps. He stops and looks at this pillar. Very nice craftsmanship, this one. Wouldn't touch any of them. They're probably eating through with termites, but uh, nice craftsmanship regardless. Right. All right, he's made of wood. Yes. Okay. And therefore a witch. <laughs> Once I get close enough, what what you said there was uh, like uh, animal remains and like little bits of things. What animal what, droppings? What no here? remains. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was in here, and how like active does it seem to be? As far Make as me a nature check. In and out? I'm great at nature. <laughs> you should be. You're a druid. Uh, <laughs> you would think. I do have a plus four now. <laughs> Ooh, 21. In fairness, nature is an intelligence-based skill. Very few druids take intelligence at a high it's level. I know. It's a <laughs> stupid system. <laughs> Sit, uh, Drissa walks in and immediately goes up against one wall. Not like pressing up against, but but very close to it. Yeah. Hitherman is just looking at them to see if there's any murals and or carvings or anything. Ahead. No, no murals or carvings, Hitherman, as far as you can tell. Looks like there was a, there used to be a window uh, in one section of this, but it's been boarded up. Uh, hmm. There there used to be a window right here, but it's been boarded up. Uh, by some force. All right. Uh, looking around, the uh, with a twenty-one nature check, Titania, um, lots of small animals. You, you're sort okay. of getting there's like you know rats and things like that, um, things that would you know seek the safety of an interior building. No, mm -hmm. no, like dead rats, as far as you can tell. But there's definitely rat droppings and uh, bat droppings and uh, other small creatures that you can't quite identify. Because while you are a druid, you don't recognize the scat of every animal. No, no. Okay. Well, Death gets uh, in her head. Um... We are uh, up uh, to our left. It goes a little ways and then curves around 
there's a double door not too far down that hallway. Uh, it appears where I am, there are stairs going upwards, at least a little bit, to a higher landing. There's also uh, a door right here. Oh, and I'm right next to a door, apparently. Yeah, that was the door on the right that you could see. Any um, signs of activity? Oh, I've, okay, on the right, yeah, no, I, I heard door and I there's immediately... A, there's a door over here and a door yep. right here. You can and also a door, see a door right, right there. here. Yeah. Yeah. So, Valdez's response is Are there any signs of activity from any of those directions? Not currently that I can see. Keep eyes open. Take a listen down this We're hall. aiming for down, so probably not those stairs. I'm assuming that's up. Yes, the stairs go up. Okay. Uh, so as you, uh, you can tell, you can also tell as you look down that hallway that Ithram's next to, and Ithram, as you look down the hallway, uh, the left hand, uh, wall, uh, and the far wall are all lined with portraiture. Most of which has been eaten away, but not all. There are depictions of, there are sort of oil paintings of fairly well-dressed looking humanoids. Uh, sort of lining the lining the 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 hallway going down in that way. Uh, the doors over here. Hang on, let me ping. The doors over here uh, look to be more reinforced than the uh, than the others. Uh, they're sort of uh, they're, they're, rather than being old barely held together wood. These are actually made of, uh, these are actually metal reinforced, uh, designed to be sturdier than the front doors and more still, still fairly well decorative, but obviously sturdier, uh, over here, the doors over here are much more innate and carved with a, with a, you know, with a, with a, with a relief that is, there, there was a relief on it at some point in time has long since been worn away to illeg uh, Ill uh, illegibility. Um, and this door on over here is fairly simple, you know, fairly simple standard wooden door. I just take a listen down this hallway. Make a perception check. Can get make a perception check too. He's looking for the 14. door that says Lich Phylactery this way. <laughs> make a perception check. Uh, fourteen. Uh, fourteen. Ethram, you listen. You hear the. Occasional of like the ruins shifting, but okay. nothing specific, like sort of calls to mind. Uh, okay. The twelve get that door right there says Lich Phylactery this way. Cool. He's gonna no. walk up there and have a. You know, just... <laughs> just to be safe, by the way. Mm -hmm. Since we are in a probably trap-ridden location, uh, I am going to use, I don't remember which invocation it is, but my invocation to cast Levitate, so I am about six inches off the ground. Uh, transcendent Step would be that. You begin to hover. Yep. No pressure plates going off for me. Although I believe levitate doesn't give you horizontal motion, so you have to like push yourself along the wall. Uh, I 
was that just is... looking at, I believe. Yeah, that. I think that's that is correct. Correct. Sorry, it can move only by pushing or pulling against a fixed object or surface within reach, to the wall or ceiling. You have a pair of fans you can throw yourself you to, around with. It allows you to move as if climbing. I am so sorry, everybody. God, Craig. Hey, I'm Titania now. Body swap episode. Here we go. Hold it. Yes. It's okay, Craig. It's fine. We have. We, Weird we did get my daughter's vaccine, so I was happy about Good. that. We had to drive hey. over the deal. Congratulations. So, awesome. So, to catch uh, you up on what you just turned missed. 12, and it was like, guess what we're doing today? You're getting a shot. <laughs> happy birthday! We're going to stab you in the arm. That's exactly what we said to her. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, to catch you up on things that you've missed, uh, you've proceeded into a fairly narrow section of the underborough. Uh, you have found yourselves entering into what you referred to as the building area, which is basically like at a certain point when you're traversing the underboroughs, you will have to go through old buildings that are still weirdly somehow intact. Um, and those are the places where there are the most dangerous because there are entities that you tip, do tend to refer to as hive lurkers, uh, which are various kinds of in, uh, creatures and animals, some of which used to be people. Uh, and when asked, used to be people as in are now walking dead, or used to be people as in aren't real, are no longer people, and like I've lost all their humanity and become monsters. Your answer was yes. Dealer's choice. <laughs> uh, so you've entered into you've entered into this this fairly well fairly well put together foyer um, with a tatter with the tattered remains of a, of a red carpet. Uh, some wooden beams that are very definitely eaten through by termites. Um, and uh, uh, seems like a fairly, you know, at least it was at one point, one of the better, one of the better off mansions in the Underborough. And okay. we all have passed without trace on us. Okay. If you're within right. 30 feet of Titania, which you're not. Gotcha. Um, I think that only applies when it was originally cast. Yeah. No, you have to stay. You have to. It's an aura. You have to stay near the the person that cast it. Okay. We've had this discussion before. In fact, yes. every D and D group that has ever used pass without trace has had this discussion before. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, the target itself. You emit an aura of thirty feet. <laughs> Yeah, for the duration, each creature you choose that is within 30 feet of you, including you, has a 10-foot bonus. They have to be within 30 feet of you to okay, receive the bonus. Okay, I move forward. I got distracted by looking at Scat. Okay. And uh, uh, here, I'll, I'll give you a uh, I'll give you a 30-foot circle so that you'll be able to see. Sweet. I'm just going to send Shakar flying down this. Uh, left hand, the top tunnel. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, again, the top tunnel lined with portraits on one side. Uh, the owl flies up the tunnel, up the the hallway, uh, turns right, reports better back, dark vision than me as well, out to 120 feet. Reports back that there are two more sets of doors, uh, and right. more portraits, 
and that it looks like one of the portraits might be watching them, but they can't tell. They're scared. <laughs> Fly back. <laughs> ah, we've entered the Scooby-Doo mansion. I mean, it's a tiny owl. It's probably scared of portraits. <laughs> So yeah, you have stairs to the south of you, doors to your right. Here you are, stuck in the middle of an aura. I was going to say, stuck in the middle with Grumman? Mm -hmm. Stuck in the middle with Brew. <laughs> so we there we more, go. More oh yeah, you also, you also missed Grumman's backstory, Jack. Oh, yeah, cool. he, he, he owns a brewery. Oh, okay. There's a lot more to it than that, and a lot more puns, but I will tell you later. <laughs> uh, and since the last time that Craig and Jack were on the stream together, or that, that Craig was on the stream, Jack was not, uh, and we had uh, we had Gint's fiancés <laughs> describe what Gint looks like for him. Yep. Uh, Jack, would you like to describe what Gint looks like for Craig, and let's see if we can match the differences. <laughs> Well, it's I been a really long time since I, I was going to say, since I described Ghent. Ghent has uh, a very outgrown at this point undercut. Um, That's right. Yeah. Uh, tattoos down his right arm um, of just arcane formulae and a number of other things. Half elf, so slightly pointed ears. Um Fairly pale skin tends to freckle, uh, but but sporadically. Right now, he's wearing like uh, an actual breastplate and pretty decent uh, coordinated adventuring clothing as well. Um, the The main things that you would probably notice is that there's a a significantly large revolver uh, that he wears on his right hip. For a cross draw, he shoots left-handed. Um, and then just behind it, there's a there's a small uh, there's a small frog that holds a chain <laughs> of of a of, of the grip of another gun. Just the grip looks like it's made of blackened bone or wood or something like that. You've never seen him pull that one out yet. Um, and a fairly dramatic cloak and scarf. Uh, if you're able to tell what things are magic, the cloak is, the scarf is not. But they're equally dramatic. Mm -hmm. uh, and what color is Gent's cool, hair? Oh, thank you. Oh, he's a ginger. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I had initially said blonde because I was thinking of Gwynferon's hair color, but... We, oh, we, Gwyn we, we, Gwynferon we... was like platinum. Yeah, no. Yeah. But, no, G Gent, no. Is, Gent is, a, Gent. is redhead. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was an amusing exercise to have the fiancés of the character <laughs> describe them. Uh, one day we'll get to do it again in a different direction. But, uh, and Craig, feel free to describe Grumman for, for, for Jack's purposes. I have only vaguely described him. Oh, he is, he is uh, I, I think, unsurprising for both of our characters. He, is, he also has red hair. It's, it's much darker, more towards Auburn. Uh, he's clearly wearing some sort of pomade where it's sort of, uh, it's center parted and kind of curls up. He also has a um, a big, um, and and big furry chops, but his his chin is shaved. Um, and other than that, despite the climate, he's wearing uh, uh, basically a sleeveless undershirt uh, and rough tattered pants, essentially miners' pants or cargo pants. Um, up, not of the like sort of 
dad cargo pants, but like engineers cargo pants with uh, suspenders that have uh, a, a blue and white snowflake pattern over them. And he also, um, on his arms, he is also tattooed. He has kind of a, um, a fairly geometric uh, dwarven looking pattern going back and forth, but it, it is representative of, of barley or various grains kind of uh, winding up both forearms. Gotcha. Dope. He also has a floating wagon that they may still be traveling in. I don't know if we've all hopped out at this you, point. You've shrunk it down oh, at this point. We, we, that's right. We had to shrink it. Uh, but he has a, a floating wagon in which he keeps a bunch of stuff, mostly potable. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it is carved out of a dragon's tusk or dragon's tooth. Of course it's potable. That's why you have the wagon. You carry it around. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I said, don't don't worry about you, it. Dude. It's all potable. <laughs> I can take this anyway. Down here, everything's potable. <laughs> so... Oh, it's a good knife uh, on fishing. He's also wearing <laughs> he's also wearing leather gloves that have like metal plating on the backs of them. Yes. Yeah. Essentially right. just like like boxers gloves. Okay. All right. So bare knuckle boxing gloves. Where are you going? And more uh, doors up to the left. To the right. Yeah. I mean left hallway, but yeah, up the right. Start looking. I mean it seems like there might be some stuff in here if we find the cookbook outside. Uh, perhaps if I can, if I can be of, of offer a suggestion, perhaps uh, we we focus more on on the phylactery than other things. We can, those things will still be here once we've crushed this magical device you are all looking for? Yes. I'm in agreement with Jerissa on that one. As a note... The we are on a bit of a time schedule. Uh, as a note, the structure of this building looks nothing like the throne. Yeah. This is all wooden it's... walls and, like... Manor house. Right, right now we're looking not, for ways. Not Garthic architecture. Right, right now we're looking for ways through and further down. So, so we need to pick some doors. Mm -hmm. I say I we would... follow the hallway until the hallway comes to an end and see what's down there. Probably the best bet for right now, just because that's fewer doors to. Be between us and things on the other side. Also, fewer doors to explode. Exactly. And given that we're in an ancient ruin, Ghent has Ganoth's visor down over his eyes, so anything in the ethereal plane can be seen as long as it's within 60 feet of me. Alright. There's a lot of shit in the ethereal plane. Also, okay. Also, if it's invisible, I can see that too. Yeah. Uh, this place is teeming with ethereal activity. Um, weirdly, none of it uh, none of it seems to care about the the structures around you. Like it's it's just sort of flowing through that boarded up window. It's going in and out of doorways. It's going up and up and you know out through pieces of the ceiling. Um, like there's just it's it's all manner of strange, weird creature 
in this area. Some of it vaguely looks like it might be related to things you know, but not definitely not. There is something that, like, some weird, like, fleshy, flesh-colored jellyfish just sort of floating past. All right. Well, we're going to focus on the things that still look solid to us then and keep going unless something looks angry. Have I seen anything like these effects when I've been down here before? Uh, you're not seeing any of that. That's all ethereal. Oh, okay. That's all I'm That's, that's okay. all things he's seeing through the visor that he's wearing. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Should have clarified that. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I, I, I just... I'm channeling Grumman a little too much. Um, well, yeah. Oh, Jerissa. Yeah. Oh, also the, uh, the, the, the tall, broad man that you, uh, that you were, that was following behind you disappeared at some point and a fairly lithe human lady yes. with red hair wearing his clothes is all, is now with the party and no one seems to care. Correct. Has, do, do, do we not care because... Uh, nobody else seems to care, or I Grumman doesn't care, and nobody else seems surprised to care. By that. You nobody else seems to care. You have no idea. You, okay, you have noticed. You don't know who this Descri- person is. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Jeremy. Okay. Go ahead and describe what she looks like. Oh yeah, so um, uh, she is tall, fairly lanky, uh, a long red hair going down to about her mid back, uh, brown eyes, very sort of firm jawline um, uh, has I guess the best way to describe it would be permasmirk um, and yes is a little bit baggy in in uh, in in Merith's clothes but is making do Grumman is sort of looking around, doing his best to to earn his keep by not actively walking into a trap. Right. And and notices her and goes, wait, is somebody coming up behind? Where did you come from? Puts his fists up in the sort of classic fisticuffs brawler stance. There is just watching and letting this happen. Yes. (laughs) Um, You've ensorcelled the others, but you kind of get through to me. I'm too canny for you. (laughs) All right, you've got me. I found Merith. I killed him. I ate him, and I have his clothes on. I, I knew it. That. All right, everyone. I know, I know that she's gotten through to you, but this is some sort of siren or a doppelganger. Ha 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 ha! Hang on. Evil laugh. That all right, evil laugh that means worse, but still. <laughs> Danger. As she proceeds, she was still levitating a little bit. Go up a little bit more, and then just kick her legs back and put her hands <laughs> behind her back. I know this is fun for you, but please, let's actually make time. I Like, you were the one who was saying we should focus on our task at hand. You're not wrong. Grumman is kind of circling and and just doing little jabs, uh, waiting for you to, to do something horrible and evil. Grumman, I'm an illusionist, shall we say. 
I have the ability to make myself look different. Grumman, Grumman just stares at you for a minute and then turns and looks at Valdeth. When this was the this was the form they were in when we first met them. They took on the other form specifically for coming to this place. All right, all right, fine. But next time you can let me know. And for right now, I've got my eyes on you, and I'll continue to do so until I forget, which will probably be very. I'll, I'll remember for at least ten minutes. Twenty ten minutes. <laughs> Duly noted. Maybe 15, so watch yourself. Very well. Shall we? Uh, yes, let's, please, let's go on. Okay. She floats down to the ground at this point. <laughs> and she will sort of lead the way. All right. Peek around <clears throat> the corner. Oh, hi, Isram. Yeah, he's been there the whole time. This whole thing has been gone, and he just walked up the top. <laughs> he's been looking at the portraits. I was wondering how long it would take somebody to notice. Uh, I noticed. I was just like, we've got a situation going on right now. Uh, Isram, make a perception check. I perceive everything. The three. <laughs> you perceive. I see everything. Except yeah, where I'm at, you're you're sort of walking, you're just walking down, you're just sort of walking down the hallway, listening to the mm-hmm. figure, and you're, you're there's a you know, you're just looking down the look at the portraits, you know, this one's torn up, this one's torn up. There's a human, and there's like which a, one was Shakar afraid of? Oh, that's that's the one I'd be lying to. <laughs> well, there's, there's a there's a human with like there's like a human family, and then there's like individual portraits of the human families, and then there's another family portrait. And then there's a portrait of a hobgoblin, and then there's uh, some more uh, torn up portraits, and a few other. Excuse me. Other... Stop at the hobgoblin. Does it have a name or a title for the on the uh, frame? The title has been sort of scratched away, it, like it's been worn off uh, just over time. Mm. Uh, but uh, this is this is very well put together hobgoblin wearing, you know, uh, wearing. Uh, Sort of a, a a a a fairly fancy outfit uh, with a with a gray scarf thrown around its neck, um, sort of black and gold trim, well kept beard, long hair kept sort of in a top knot, sort of standing straight back with a with an arm cocked and sort of you know staring straight to painter, as it were. So it grabs the ship, and then I walk past. <laughs> make, uh, a, uh, make a um, make a uh, what what is it? It's a it's a spe- or did the scarf or any of the clothing have emblems on it? I was gonna say no. it's either a history check or a dexterity save. No, That's my guess. Uh, it's, it's a uh, it's a Charisma saving throw. There you go. Oh. Eight. Okay. You walk past. All right. So, is it still Meredith then? Another door here. No, you may call me Jerissa. Jerissa. All right, Jerissa. So, losing magic. 
Dress and make a perception check. Okay. I'm not the worst at those. But you know. Nine. But it's still you uh, rolling the dice. Still me rolling the dice. Very similar to Ithram. You know, you see, you know, you see these various portraitures of various human families. As you're sort of walking, as you're sort of catching up to where Ithram is, you see this one portrait of a fairly lean, uh, pale skinned, uh, uh, red haired human woman wearing mm-hmm. a very nice, you know, black and gold trimmed outfit with a with a with a gray mantle. Hmm. Interesting. Doody do. Nope. Make a Christmas movie, <laughs> girl. Yep. I am good at these. Twenty. Right. You continue on. Yep. Grumman, make a perception check. There's a door here and a door there, by the way, that you can tell. Grumman, you notice as you're walking down, as you get close to that one painting that both Jerissa and Ethram stopped at, the figure in the painting changes. It becomes a dwarf that looks similar but distinct from you. There is a nice work with the painting. Gent, you get the goggles on, and you're a little distracted by the ethereal stuff going on around you. Uh But you do see that that painting has some magic around it. Okay. I I see a nice work with the painting. That thing is magical. Right? Jerissa just changed it so it looks sort of like me now. Mm. That was not strong as it ought to be. Oh, I believe Ithram, that is can we figure out what's up with that painting? It's sure, yeah. Yeah, you all I, look at Ithram I, as he turns around. There's a human standing there in Ithram's clothes. Oh. Give me one moment. I just need to prepare a spell. Ithram, do we know each other? Uh... Everybody's always saying, you know, do you know X? X is is also like you, so I'm I'm just curious. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! I've heard of this. It looks like a portrait, but it alters its appearance to show whoever's looking into it. It's called a mirror. <laughs> no, that's just that's just a device. In uh, is like... this Ithram? I got a five on my. Sounds arcana. like Ithram is reacting to the name Ithram. Does it look like Ithram if 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 Ithram was a human? No, it looks more like the human you saw in that first portrait. It was like sort of dark head, you know, it's it's the person standing before you has has this sort of dark brown, almost black hair, sort of uh light gray eyes, you know, lightly bearded five o'clock shadow sort of esque um face, fairly strong jaw. Uh looks kind of like um uh, Adam. No, no, does that look like Okay. Uh, <laughs> Good. Hello, son. <laughs> Fuck uh, you, Dad. Uh, looks, uh, looks kind of like, um... God, why can't... The, there's a face coming to my mind, and I can't bring it forth. Uh, so, Adam Driver? No, um... 
Uh, Lord of the Rings. Um, Aragorn. Aragorn. Viggo yes. Mortensen. Viggo Mortensen. Viggo. Okay. It's kind of like Viggo Mortensen. Can I? Can I just say how that was telling it is <laughs> that of all the possible actors who are in Lord of the Rings, all you had to say was Lord of the Rings, and everybody immediately said the same actor or character. Well, well we had a rough description of the character already. Like I mean, dark, that's like true. dark hair, rugged, you know. <laughs> but also, I'm just saying, it's interesting that oh, yeah. outside of brief runs by like Orlando Bloom, nobody became a star out of that movie. Yep. Except Vigo. Well, most of the people in that movie were already stars. We're already known. I mean, uh, if also, John had described him as dead on the floor, we all would have said Sean Bean. Yeah, I was going to say Boromir. <laughs> um, quite an important question, I guess. Uh, can I still see in the dark? Yeah. Okay, cool. Is is he... Okay. So uh, I cast Identify on the painting. Right. Okay. The painting? You don't know what they're talking about. It's not magical. Uh, just the uh, just the painting. But Valdez kind of looks at at uh, Ithram and is just like, uh, Ithram. Yes. For a quick thought exercise, what coloration would you describe the flesh of your hand and/or face, for instance? Just taking a look at yourself for a moment. Uh, no light available. Seems a bit paler than normal. No, to, but... you seems, to, to you it seems perfectly normal. Oh. Uh. As Valdis just pulls out the, um, the, uh, star metal gun blade to shed some light. It still looks normal? Yeah. You, as far as you can tell, you look fine. He's, uh, so this is still as red as ever. Um, Bit dry down here, but can't hear you, Titania. Hmm? Oh, good to know. All right, but let's there. try something. Ethram, can you come here? This is going to tap me out a bit, but let's try something. I walk up, uh, say a couple magically wor- magicy words, and boop, right on the nose, and I'm casting dispel magic. Okay. Uh, Roll d20 plus your casting spell casting ability. Uh, but I already lost the uh, manual of iron golems. I mean, <laughs> level 15 spell effects. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I need to look at I need to look at spell magic real quick. It's See, very specific she, about Jeremy spells, can roll which is 20 annoying. Still. But after the odd boop, he'll just like, all right, and then walk over to Titania. <laughs> yeah, uh, nothing seems to change. Is okay. there something you needed? Yeah, I'm going to double still... check really quick and see if there's a specific ruling on this. Yeah, it, it's very individual PC-ish as in terms of like, yeah, as a DM, I tend to be like, if a magical item has a, a describes something like a spell, I think it can be dispel magic and still use it. But yeah, 
Uh, so yeah, no. Uh, the spell magic has no effect. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna cast uh, protection from evil and good on. Oh, yeah, evil and good on you. It's gonna uh, the aura um, uh, of the um, uh, past without trace goes away. But if you're possessed, uh, do so. Uh, aberration, celestials, elementals, fey, fiend, and undead. Uh. If uh, there's any sort of attack, they have a disadvantage on attacking Ithram. Um, target also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed. If they're already charmed, frightened, or possessed, they get an advantage on any new saving throws. Does that seem Nothing to do seems anything? to happen. Okay. This may be a her situation. Is there a I'm going to pull the painting reason? off the wall. What uh, what is everybody's issue? You look you look like a human. I'm sorry to say. You, so, uh, Grumman, you pulled the painting off the wall. Uh, everyone, everyone except for uh, Sin, make a charisma saving throw. Okay. Except for so uh, Sin I... and, and Ithram, Sorry. Okay. Ithram's already. I was going to say, do I get to make this one an advantage now? No. Twenty-two. So because oh, I joy. I wasn't Ooh. supposed to be at advantage, but I'm going to use my inspiration. Um, <laughs> Not hey. much better. Nine. Oh, oh God. Corbin twinsies. Mine as well. Let's try it. Let's see. 16. It's better. All right. Half the party are humans now. Wait, wait. Can I use my other inspiration on this roll as well? Sure. Or just one? Okay. I'll burn them all. Burn as many as you like. 13. Maybe good enough. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Grumman, did you make yours? Yeah, both of us made yes, 22. Yes, it's a 22. Oh, okay, yeah. So Valdeth and Grumman, we know it's fine. Dwarven twinsies, baby. Uh, we know the DC is somewhere between 10 and 20. <laughs> um, Titania, Gent, and... That's oh, yeah, it. No, That's the only yeah. ones that need to make it. Uh, mm-hmm. Titania and Gent. Oh, with him looks normal now. Oh. Oh, no, uh, no, it worked. It just took a little while. The rest of you, uh, Titania and Gent, now look like uh, the uh, wife and uh, the, 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 the wife and like what looked like sort of like a uncle or a cousin or something uh, that were in the original portrait. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, fuck what? me. Is the anything issue behind the painting? Sorry. Oh, uh, behind the painting? On the wall? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. No, just wall. Okay. The painting Valdez goes to nice. look at the like, other paintings on the wall where here. those people used to be. The painting's empty. Fucking shite. Oh, God damn it! This is probably a curse. What are you looking at, love? You know when that? I go over, when Ghent goes over, are the paintings empty? No, they're they're still full of people. So that thing that thing that was happening to Ithrim is now happening to you and Titania. What the, you, nobody has still explained. You what look, they, I look like human. a human. You look specifically like the human who was in that portrait, which to me yes. looks empty. But I'm assuming not so much to you. I go and literally that. taps the blank canvas and is like, "This person here." 
Yeah, there's no one there to me, and I'm assuming to Jerissa. I mean, uh, sorry, to be clear, there are still some people on the portrait, just not those three people. Okay, not those three. Okay, yeah. yeah. So the the this the this person who is supposed to be where you're pointing is gone from that portrait. There's other people there, but that person is gone, and so are this person and well, what would have been that person and that person pointing to the empty because spot. they are gesture at each of you there. I touch myself it's... and cast remove curse because I had that prepared because we're going after a fucking lich. <laughs> uh, does that have Doesn't any effect? That, as far as you can tell, has no effect. If I look at the painting, is there still people there? Yeah. Is this the one that I'm holding? The one with all the people? Or, or... Is, at, no, 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 you're, holding, you're holding I... the portrait that changed. Which is now looks kind of okay. like you. I turn to Valda okay. and say, "Has anything changed? Uh, are those people still gone?" No, yeah. about me. I cast remove curse on myself. Oh yeah. Did anything change when he cast remove curse on himself? No, it doesn't seem to have. Nope. You still look like a very. You look like a man who's seen way too many years on the road. You feel oh, don't it's... tell me we're doing that again. Do you feel in any way different? A bit annoyed that I don't know what's going on, but that happens fairly regularly, so not... That doesn't seem different. That seems yes. the same. Uh, make an Arcana check, uh, uh, Jerissa. With advantage. Okay. Damn it. Twenty-two. As you're sort of looking at this and sort of trying to puzzle it out, in the back of your mind, you just hear a voice. His curse removal will not work. It's a part of the curse. It will need to be very well. Interesting. I haven't seen this in a long time. How long would you say? Thinking it, not saying it. Centuries. Will a remove? Will will a curse removal cast by somebody not affected? If it's strong enough, yes. Perfect. Thank you. We're going to need somebody. Well, this is problematic because I look at the druid and the wizard <laughs> with remove curse. <laughs> Back in my head, are there any long-term, are there any immediate detriments to this? Well, not immediate, but they're going to have a very bad night's sleep. I see. Very well. Good news. I, I, I'm, I, I believe I am somewhat familiar with this. Okay. Really? What's Vaguely, it I know. I don't know what it's called. It's it's something I've I've read about, but I know at the moment I believe you are safe. Everything is fine. If you don't feel murderous towards us at this particular moment or anything, I suggest we. Not most of you. Fair. I suggest that we continue on because. 
you will not be able to remove the curse and you will not be able to remove the curse. I don't have the ability to wait. Let me check and reconfirm that. Um, Make sure that you don't actually have removed curse. Yes. Wait, is it a thing you can cast? I do not have the ability to remove a curse. Ever or just right now? Ever. Well, I do not possess the ability to do so. Might I gain it at some point in the future? Perhaps. It is a warlock spell, just not one you have. <laughs> Correct. So, right, I can't do it either. <sighs> oh, what if we just smash the paintings? Uh, no. Let, let, That's, I, let someone I, who's not currently under the effects of this curse try something right now. And Valdez kind of puts her hands together and takes uh, like intakes a deep breath, uh, and will use whispers of the kami to cast detect good and evil. Okay. There are there are no aberrations. Celeste, actually, hang on, wait, hang on. Yeah, no. There are no aberrations, celestial elementals, fey fiends, or undead within 30 feet of you. Okay. So they're not actively being hounded by ghosts or anything right now. No. Good. Could describe a scroll, but I don't think we have time for that. No, not currently. We will need to hope figure out some way to so Get this curse, this curse can only by... be removed from the outside. You would say, correct. We will need to get. We will definitely want to, if we can figure out how, get this curse removed before you go to sleep. What happens when we I sleep? I don't know. I just recall that it is bad. All right, then. So right now it's kind of just visually jarring, but it'll get worse if we let it go too long. Correct. Well, yes. He, here's an odd idea. What what happens if there is steel in this painting? Because right now it sort of looks like me. What if we put it out one of the other people who's already been changed by a painting? It's not what would it look like then? Idea. Sure, why not? I will. Um, uh, I'll pick it up, and uh, I, I guess who's closest to me at the moment? Is it? Uh, that's if been you changed. Have, you have a map. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. I just I can't see names. Um, Ithram has the has the um, the familiar, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I will I, I will hold it up to Ithram and see what happens. Right. Ithram, you see a hobgoblin in a fancy attire on the on the painting. Same thing I saw when I walked past the first time. Uh, Has Ithram changed at all? Nope. Can we see the Hobgoblin if we look, or do we see something else? Yeah, you can see the Hobgoblin at the moment, so long as you're not, like, close to it. Yeah, if I'm, like, at a distance, sort of angling at it. Yeah, but if you get too close to it, it, to you, it just looks like a dwarf. Is there anything written on the back? Nope. 
Okay. Okay. But look, it seems that whatever's happened, we the, only um, have the, a the, tacit... The, the, the portrait of the family underneath just says, a portrait of an unhappy family. That's not a good sign. Delightful. What's well, thing, what a thing to commemorate. Honestly, I don't know. To, to, to be fair, we Billmanders have had quite a few portraits painted from time to time. And uh, let me just tell you, if the family's not unhappy when they go in to sit for the portrait, the damn sure will be after they've been sitting for it. Uh, I looks around. You. Maybe that's just us? No. <sighs> I fully believe you. What I wouldn't give to have a fucking fiend hunter around right now. Let's, let's continue on. There's nothing we can do about this now. Well, Let's continue on. What are the odds? Keep that, an eye on. What are the odds that the tools required to lift this curse might also, like, conditional to this particular curse, might exist somewhere in this building? <clears throat> Look, if something's actually changed, we only have a tacit understanding of it at best. But the one thing we do know is that we're on a bit of a schedule for this whole lich phylactery thing. And if there's tools around here, darling, then we'll pick them up on the way home. Will we? Will we even have this access to this place on the way home? We don't know, but if worst comes to worst, still get us out. Ithram, you still have two. You have teleportation ability. Not for the day, no. Retrieving uh, Grummond. Uh, mm, yes. Not for today. Hey. That's annoying. I could draw a circle and get those places, uh, just not the instantaneous. So if we want to keep moving, but don't want to be. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just, if we want to keep moving, we don't want to be cut off from these items. Maybe we should just bring the rest of the paintings with us. We could do that. Of course, maybe it's a distance thing and we ought to leave them behind and everything will snap back to normal the farther we get. Yeah, How should that's, I know? that's the other concern, and I don't know which one is the better option. Well, you, you were about to say something, though. It turns. Um... Oh, I was simply going to say, if worst comes to worst, and we need to get to somebody who can cast or remove curse from the outside, a teleportation circle may not be the worst option. Even if it does set us back here. I don't like it. But as long as we have an item from here, perhaps we can teleport directly back here. I suppose we could always take them with us and choose to leave them behind later. Yes, no, the, the paintings. 
it's going to be an awkward carry. No, uh, are the are the hallways uh, here yeah, large enough to like reinflate the hoarders hall? Um, to a point, like but as like, a, to like make, a five foot square. Yeah, you could make it. You could you could make it any size between large and tiny, like or large and belt size, or huge okay. and belt size. Yeah, so I will I will resummon it and make it sort of roughly painting sized and just start pulling the rest of them off the walls. Just stacking them on the on the on the hole on the hall. Yeah. I will um as I'm doing so just to do it quickly, um he'll reach down and fiddle with a um uh sort of a uh, either some sort of bracelet or something uh on the underside of the, the gloves around his wrist and uh two more arms um spectral and sort of almost foamy in appearance, like an amber foam appear uh, behind him that he just uses those to carry an extra painting at a time. We thought he was a drunken master monk. He's actually a, uh, what, astral soul monk. <laughs> yeah, these two, these two ethereal arms just sort of sprout from underneath his uh, shoulder blades. And now this, now this weird, you know, scavenger dwarf has four arms. That's not disconcerting at all. Anyway. You just look like another person. These just help me lift stuff back at the brewery or if I find something useful down here. He's a Jojo monk. Yes, but you know you, you know what I don't have? Four arms. Well, I don't have them all the time. They're not real. I mean, they're real to an extent, but not, you know. I'd look, I just like to be prepared. And you know what they say? Forewarned is forearmed. That is literally not what they say. It is the reverse. Stop punching. No, actually, that is what they say. Forewarned is forearmed is an actual saying. No, it's forearm. Wait, yes. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> Does that make it worse? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Somehow in my brain, the forewarned was first or second. After 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 about a minute, the um hopefully I've gotten everything loaded up by that point. But after about a minute, the um the arms sort of again that look like this amber foam sort of fizz, right. fizz up and disappear. Yeah, I'll say after. And has started time. muttering again. Hmm? Right, <laughs> fuck that noise. All right, let's go. Yeah, yes. let's keep moving. We still need to pick a door. There's one uh, to the left or one ahead. Forward sounds good to me. It's a bigger door, so it probably goes to a bigger place. All right, then. This is my entirely scientific... I'm about to say, it, sound, it sounds very well-reasoned. I will look at it. Are there traps? Give me an investigation check. I'm looking at something else. I can't see what you're rolling. Uh, uh, that would be a 25. 25. All right. Sorry, right, I'm trying to find... You're trying to find the, the description of the trap? No, I'm trying to find the token, but I'm not finding it, so I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, it was 25. Doesn't look like this door is trapped. It does look like it's barely standing, similar to the first one, though. 
It's mostly being held in place by gravity and time. So just for show and 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 to be dramatic because Drissa wouldn't be anything less. Steps, takes a look at it, tilts her head, steps back, and does a big thunderous kick just to knock over the door that's there to make it look way more impressive than it is. The doors just fly away from the hinges that aren't there <laughs> uh, and and collapse into the in, into what appears to have been at one point a library. Uh, the first thing you see are several stacks filled with rotten, moth-eaten books. Uh, the stacks themselves seem to be uh, mostly, you know, decayed and destroyed. There are a few suits of armor uh, that are very against literature. Ithrim. <laughs> oh, wait, that's right. Pass while I trace one away, didn't it? Yeah. Um, yep. It's gone. Uh, there is uh, there, there is uh, yeah, uh, there's a few sort of suits of armor that seem to be missing bits and pieces of themselves. Uh, and uh, and uh, a few like display cases that have long since been destroyed, you know, broken open and whatever was inside looted. The back wall has several windows that at one point might have been functional, but now at this point are just covered in rubble and broken in. This entire room is unfortunate. However, there is a door. Yep, there is another door immediately to your south. Did you want to check that other door? Yeah. Yes, I I will examine it. <laughs> we can get you still up in that top hallway. Ooh. Yeah. Dang. Again, to looking through the library to see if there's any intact books left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, give me an investigation check. At least I get advantage on those. Can uh, I do that as well? <laughs> what the fuck? Natural 20! So that's all the natural 20s except for the natural 1 and the the 13, (laughs) but... Which, uh, yeah, let me check my math. With my negative 1 is a 0. I love it when you roll less than 1. So I add 20 to trap check. There's no trap on this door. Push it open. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Gent. Uh, well, we'll start with Grummond. Actually, no, we'll go in reverse order. We'll go in reverse order because that's more fun. Gent. Jesus. Uh, there's no... There's nothing like... There's some scraps of paper that might be repairable, but for the most part, this is largely a dead library. These things have not been taken care of and just time... How, Judging by the state of decay of the books, you imagine that this library hasn't been used in centuries. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. Um, you know that fear that 
people have of like really old books that are kept under glass love like if they get if they ever get touched by human hands the oil on your skin will just cause it to start disintegrating yeah these were bathed in oil which right. is nothing there's basically nothing left the bindings are mostly gone too mm-hmm. like yeah it's been long enough for the leather to rot right um Ethram, same there's there this is this is there's nothing here basically um Grummond. yeah you spot I'm very nervous yes you spot uh in the reflection of one of the suits of armor a human following you I will spin around. It's Ithram. Yes. Oh. Sorry, I forgot about your whole <laughs> painting incident. <laughs> it really is ten minutes, huh? <laughs> I, honestly, it depends a lot on the night before. That's a bit generous at this point. Ken leans over to Tanya. You saw a human human in the party and and realized there was only supposed to be one of them here. Oh, important question. Um, Has the outfit changed? Uh, No, no, it's just the just the face. So shirt and pants still match. Shirt and pants still match. (laughs) So here's the question. Is it just his face or is it his body? Like, is it just the head or is it also the arms that are exposed, if at all? Yeah, yeah, the arm, like, any, any, any part of, every part of the body has changed, as far as you can tell. Okay. But it's not like, but, but the outfit hasn't changed to match the, uh, the ones in the painting or anything. No, the outfits have not changed. Okay. Damn it, I'm all not right. pretty anymore. <laughs> um, you look kind of like Uncle Fester. Yeah. Grumman, Grumman shrugs apologetically and uh, reaches into one of his belt pouches, pulls out a, uh, um, a sort of bell-shaped, roughly bell-shaped uh, bronze-looking flask and holds it out and says, sorry. It's no trouble. Titania uh, kind of looks like Morticia Adams if it makes you feel any better. Not that I mean, not to it. me, but not you know. You. Yeah, if I have a mirror, I'm, I'm, I'm checking. You look like point. you, as far as you can tell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone else, Morticia Adam. Everyone except for Ephraim and, and Gent, Morticia Excellent. Adams. But, but to ah. you, just to Tanya. So it's it's Morticia, Uncle Fester, and Vigo Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen. <laughs> if Vigo Mortensen were playing Gomez. Okay. No, I mean, I mean, like, I'm sorry. Have a drink. Oh. He pushes right. pushes the the flask towards you. I'll I'll grab it and smell it first. It it smells like some sort of um, like fermented rye or, or or barley mash, you know, bourbon or a whiskey or something like that. A little bit of smoke to it. I'll take a teeny sip. It's pretty mellow. Um, there's a there's a slight. I mean, it it definitely hits like a whiskey or a rye, but there's a there's there's a more mellow sort of aftertaste to it, more like a sherry. So, 
Jarissa, you sort of move through the door that you pushed open, and there's like sort of a small alcove here uh, with two more doors immediately to your right, uh, sort of across from each other, and then you sort of turn and look into this open area, and you immediately recoil, expecting to smell horrific things as you look in and realize you're walking into a kitchen. But there's no, there's no, there's no real smell, and you look again, there's actually no food or anything, or like food waste left out at all. Um, there are lots of like what look to have once been broken, like uh, silverware and and platery and things like that. Um, but no, in so long no the smell remain. is gone. No, there's no, there's no food remains, or there's no indication there ever were food remains. So. She walks back into the end of the doorway, uh, uh, looks at Grumman and says, Grumman, dear, I feel I need to prepare you for something. Uh, What are you going to turn into next? Well, the jury's out. We'll see what I need to be. But that's not what I was saying. There is... Beyond this door, there is a kitchen. But there is nothing Uh, in the kitchen that I can detect. I needed to prepare you for the disappointment. Oh, I see. Because for a moment there, I thought it was like some sort of abyssal void situation. In the kitchen? No, like. Yeah, you said like nothing there, but in like a sinister way. So I right. thought we'd go ahead and open up the right. soup pot, and oh god, I've been sucked into the nether hills. You had a lot of abyssal void experience in kitchens, just twice. Just twice, <laughs> of course. But yes, it appears to be just a normal, empty kitchen. Walking chicken once, I think. It was a whole thing. The the details are fake now, but. And then she walks back in and starts poking around. You you try you try to make chicken using an is it device. That was the details. Yeah, a golem info. I appreciate the warning. I'll go. I'll go walk through the door as well. The first thing you can see uh, is that there is a far there is a door on the far side that has a window set in it. The window's broken, uh, but you can see through it. um, Exterior. There's a tree. There's a palm tree outside that door. Is it a dead palm tree? No. Is there a sky? No, there's no sky. It's still dark out there. But for Jarissa, that doesn't matter. Uh, Right. But you can see a palm. You can see what looks, just from here, you can see what looks like a river and a palm tree with coconuts on it. And like grass and then a wall of ruin behind it but like open area just through that door kind of um so less less abyssal void more tropical void otherwise in the room itself uh, and you're talking about down there yeah down that southern door yep this door does not have a window neither do these two um in the room itself, there is uh, there's sort of like a serving counter that's covered with broken utensils and broken pots and broken pans. 
Uh, there's shattered, like I said, shattered pieces of plate all over the floor. Uh, there are several other, like, sort of smaller tables and chairs that have been broken and long since started to be eaten away by termites and the like. Uh, nothing real significant other than that. Other than, you know, that. Drissa just tilts her head is like, Huh. And walks over to the door. Goes yeah, that's to open my it. Hang on, Jeremy. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. Goes to open it. All right. Am I familiar with anything like this from previous explorations? Like, there are there parts of the ruins that can occasionally yeah, look like are, the outdoors? Absolutely. There are pockets. There are sometimes okay. very large pockets that exist. Uh, like, enough structure has maintained where it has it has covered in such a way that, like, there can be, you know, voids in the ruins. Okay. Uh, so you open the door, Teresa. Yeah. Uh, it immediately leads into what is very obviously sort of a ruined parlor. Uh, there is a large bearskin rug uh, that seems remarkably intact for the rest of the you know the state of the the uh, the house uh, right here. Um, okay. There is a uh, the, the sort of the outer wall where the windows would be has all been shattered to pieces. Um, there is a, a variety of like. Um, uh, um, uh, furniture. There's uh, there's sort of like you know that have been destroyed or eaten away. Uh, of you know, um, I'm trying to think of words uh, like a chaise lounge and you know some some recliners and some chairs and some end tables and things. There's another door. High luxury here. furniture. Yeah, more high luxury furniture. There's a door over here. What looks like a small closet, maybe at the far end. Uh, and this river, which I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay. I am less good at those. You keep rolling natural 20s, though. Somebody's broke roll 20. It happens. <laughs> I'm rolling really well, and it's freaking me the fuck out. Yeah, I can't wait to meet your new character. <laughs> right? <laughs> Because it's going to be a point where it's going to be like, as soon as we get into combat, it's going to be net one, net one, net one, net one. Yeah, um, oh, you're fine. Do I detect anything unusual about the river that people should, that people walking to this area should be aware of? Nope. Seems like okay. a river. There's a tree on the other side. Looks like a looks like a path. Uh, that has not been maintained. It's just that the, right. over, the overgrowth is such that you can sort of see a divot where the path was. So she puts fingers in mouth, whistles loudly to get everybody's attention. Your mouth does feel a little dry, but that's not. That's maybe just the the atmosphere mm. of the underground area. Right. Found a way out of the this house and moving on. Chance to move on to to assumedly move further down. Uh, Valdeth, as you you know, exit through the door, following after uh, Teresa, I need a Constitution saving throw. Would this qualify as being against a poison? No. I also roll a natural twenty. <laughs> You're fine. Mouth's a little dry. 
I'm super excited for the first person to fail this. Grummond, Constitution saving throw. Also fine. All right, Tatanya's going in. Let's Constitution roll this. saving throw. And and here's the thing: is like by the time it gets to this, it's going to be one person, and everybody's going to be like, "What's your problem? We're all Ooh. okay." <laughs> yeah, right. You're fine. Mouth's a little dry. Okay. <laughs> Gent will go through next. Constitution saving throw. <laughs> 17 technically that should not be at an advantage turn, turn off your advantage uh you're fine constitution you're, okay. you're fine your mouth's a little dry like said, there's, uh, this, there's this large rug over here yep uh while everybody's going out that door uh i'm just gonna quick look at the check this door that's below me to make sure it's not trapped give you an idea it's actually the bearskin rug is actually oh i should put that on the not the gm layer you know grabbing it, but I'm really tired. Yeah, that's the oh, fair. Yeah. Big rug. Yep. Uh, like the store that's below him. Oh, sorry, checking, you're this. checking that one? Check. Yeah. For traps? Yeah. Investigation? 16. Doesn't look trapped. Alright, is it? I, I lightly press on the door. Does it fall or? This one has hinges still. Oh, okay. Then I will actually, yeah, open it. You're in what looks like a cupboard. There, ah. there are shelves of where food and supplies should be, but there are no, there is no food in this room. Is there anything in this room on the shelves? Scraps. Okay. Long rotted the... scraps. There's another door over here, isn't there? Yeah, there's a, there's actually two more doors. There's a door immediately. Okay. There's a there's basically three doors adjacent to the square you're in. Okay. Uh, I'll open the one up at the top too. Not even gonna uh, check it. All right. You open it up and it uh, looks like it enters into a fairly large dining room with a broken central dining room table. There are more sort of like armors, like decorative armors with pieces missing. There's a large family portrait on one side of the room. There is, uh, it looks like uh, when the table broke, it was set for places. It looks like there was, uh, you know, it was set for about eight people. Okay. Uh, And last door. Uh, This door leads into what looks to be an adjoining hallway. Uh, or some sort of like extra space. There's like extra storage space back here, but there's also what appears to be stairs that go down and another door. Huh. Okay. So I'll start heading out. <laughs> and then. You open up the other door in the kitchen? That this, this door clearly just connects the pantry and the. or the cupboard and the, the kitchen. Uh, yeah, I'll go through. I'll go through the pantry and come out the other side. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, while you're out assume. there, uh, Jerissa, you notice that there are a pair of large stone, like grasshopper statues, uh, by the bridge down that you can see further down this this river, this small river. Where's the bridge? 
over here. You might not, I don't, it's either you or Valdez that can see it, but over here. No, it's got to be you because that's the distance that only you can see. Oh, yeah. Over. Okay, now I can see it. It was just there was something in the way. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the light angle. Yeah, light angle had me screwed up. Like, I can, I can kind of see the edge of the bridge. Yep. Yeah. I can see it now. Yeah. There's a, there, there are two, like, grasshopper like statues out, out flanking one in the southern end of mm. that bridge. Interesting. All right. Uh, Ithram, you step out into the parlor? Yeah. All right. Make a constitution saving throw. Nat one. Nat one. 20. You're fine. Little, little Everybody's fine. Everything uh, is fine. Has there been any change in... Because I, I noticed before there was, like, animal activity. Has that, like, changed at all since we've been going through places? Or There's definitely not? less animal activity in this parlor than there has been okay. in the other rooms. Okay. Um, I found some stairs. Down? Stairs down? Yes, they lead down. Maybe, like, a cell at Seems like the right direction. I didn't go and check want out to the go alone. Right direction, but it is inside a home. It might just... It would seem to be just one floor down. I assume we need to go further than that. Probably. Yeah, right, but the door in the, ki- in, the, in the kitchen led us out to some sort of tropical beach, so, you know, things get a little weird down I here. mean, that's because the wall fell to pieces. That's just yes, the but this, there's a tropical beach... Oh, it's not tropical. It's like no. there's just like a, a single pine. There's like a single like palm tree on the other side of the river. That palm tree should not be there. <laughs> okay, but also in response to the comment of it happened because the walls fell down. Crummy looks at her and goes, "What sort of crazy houses did you grow up in?" No, I'm saying this is simply the outside of the the house and what was around the house before another civilization was built on top of it and on top of it and the way that this whole thing was put together. It's not that there is a mystical beach outside. It's just that this is the outside and the wall fell down in the epochs between its construction and now is the is the is the palm tree fossilized is it dead is it I should or is look it, at does it, it look... now that you can get a better look at it yeah no that's mostly stone blackguards petrified <laughs> are, the co- sort of... are the coconuts on it petrified yes Oh, I want those coconuts. Um, Grumman sort of chisel. points to the tree as if he's about to make a make a, a point that he feels will win him the argument, and looks a little closer. And says, "Ah, all right, fair point then. Never mind." Um, and I'm going to go we, try to collect the coconuts. We can certainly, <laughs> yeah, we can certainly. Um, we are downstairs. Or we are not downstairs. We are still in a place that is a little bit tenuous. If you don't want to cross the 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 river, there is a bridge points that you can cross. 
Don't you think we should at least check the basement? I mean, what if the flat? Well, I think is down we now? should. Yes, I agree. That's the that's the the palm tree, by the way. It would be absolutely worth checking the basement. I tell Grumman, you what, Grummond, being a monk, just walks across the river. <laughs> there. Do you have the ability to walk across water, Grummond? Uh, I think as long as I'm going fast enough, yes. Okay. Yeah, probably with like level eleven. Yeah. Is that is that unarmored movement? Yeah. Movement? Yeah. yeah. So as you move here to get to the palm tree. Oh dear. As you leave this space, that's fine. Oh dear. It's fine. Some of you see. Uh, this you you couldn't see it earlier, mostly because there's no light down here, and even with dark vision, it's like the the water is just water. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's like a wall, basically. Um, from inside the river, this long, f- barbed, fleshy appendage lashes out towards Grummond. Awesome. Does a 26 hit you, Grummond? Uh, let me check my character sheet. Of course it does. Alright. Uh, so as Grummond, you know, steps onto the path, starts heading towards the thing, this this long barbed tongue just shoots out, nails Grummond in, like, the back shoulder, pierces through his shoulder and wraps around it, grappling him and yanking him to a halt. I'm sorry, before you said appendage, did you just say tongue? Yes. Yeah, I heard. Okay, as I wanted to a make large, sure. As a large, eyeless, mostly looking like liquid fish thing bursts from the water. As it, gra- as it grabs with its tongue and yanks uh, uh, back, Grumman leaves his feet and is sucked into the fish. Oh, no. Uh, Grummond, you also take 17 piercing damage. Okay. And are swallowed. Shall we roll initiative? Sure. If you insist. Uh, Gent hears in his head, just in a a little bit of a slightly wry tone, at least my guide didn't. At least my d- guide died just walking along the traps, or walking along our path. Is this something that can be responded to? Yes. These are both your guys. No, this is <laughs> this is Ithram's guy. Neither of them are any good. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, 10. They actually added initiative advantage and disadvantage markers. Yep. Uh huh. Oh. I mean, Gent's not wrong. He's no, just a little I mean. <laughs> but no, but my, as, I, as I said before, my trap detection skill is called evasion. 
So I'm still doing what you paid me for. All right. Uh, so as Grumman gets swallowed, uh, Drissa. Yep. Um, on just a second here. Do, 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 do. So I I already had my sword out. I had said that last yes. session. Mm-hmm. Um. So I will leap at it. Leap at this fucker. And I will take... I'm going to track your hit points on your token so that the audience can see it, Craig. Yes. Sorry. In fact, I largely find it easier to just track your hit points on the token rather than in roll 20, because it's easier in the token than than it are than beyond. I will take a swing. Mm -hmm. If somebody is inside, am I flanking with them on the skin? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, that is a 19 to hit. Uh, a 19 hits. Okay. So that is 12 slashing. And I need to see this to remember... Um. Do, 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 do. Yes. Uh. Not. Uh. That slashing, and six radiant damage. All right. And uh, I believe that is all I can do because right. at the end of your turn, it makes a Constitution saving throw. Okay. Manages to hold it in. One attack. Yeah, there's an Eldritch Invocation that lets you get two attacks. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Thirsting Bleed. Alright. Valdeth. Well, Valdeth had pulled out the Star Metal Gunblade earlier to shed some light and still has it out, so that's what she'll take a swing with. Uh, Bonus action, gain a Sen. Um, And two attacks with the Gunblade, I guess. 19 hit. 19 hits. It's a big fish. I don't have I don't have third eye active. Um so 12 slashing, 4 radiant. I'm going to pull the trigger on a gunblade shell. Get another D10. Ten more slashing damage. Uh second attack. With a 15 hit. 15 hits. 18 slashing and 1 radiant. Alright, anything else? Uh, pull the Rod of Lordly Might out uh, and just kind of have it in her offhand. Alright, uh, at the end of your turn, makes a constitution saving throw. And it fails and regurgitates Grumman back out. Drummond, you hit the ground covered in gunk. What does it taste like? Uh, <laughs> it tastes like uh, it tastes like mar- like Vegemite, weirdly. Ooh, all right, so Drummond comes out like, <laughs> oh, not bad, actually. 
Drummond would be someone who likes the taste of Vegemite. <laughs> uh, you know, we need to kill it. Like what? Ha- it we need to kill this Like what happens again. if you leave beer out in the sun for a while? So yeah. Uh, yeah, you are. You are. You fall prone out in the end of space, five feet within five feet of it. So you. Uh, also, I need you to. I need you to uh, make a Constitution saving throw. Got it. Because you licked up that stuff. Yep. <laughs> oh, I, well, actually, I don't think that. Well, it depends on what it is, but it might not be an issue for me. Uh, actually, are you immune to disease or not? I am. Then it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I. I would. I. I have decided, based on a previous discussion in in uh, Final Show Film Slack, that that is because of his dwarven immune system and has nothing to do with monkishness. He keeps a <laughs> a, a, a healthy colony of yeasts and bacteria in his beard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Ithram. Uh, all right, I'm going to. Uh pull my flail off and start spinning it and then uh right next a to pair of... <laughs> yeah you just hear some whirling chain behind you and then uh it actually lights up for a second as a pair of javelin sized firebolts fly past you uh so use my action bonus action to hit that thing hopefully natural 20 Woo! and a 25 both hit. Bam. First one does. Holy fuck! Forty-one points of damage. Jesus God Christ. damn, Ethram. <laughs> you don't swallow second, my guide. <laughs> second one only does twenty points of damage. So, oh, so only. you all sort of yeah, only. like you all sort of recoil uh, as this as there's just these two fireballs just. There's an eruption of fire and fish guts as this thing dies. And we got ourselves a meal. Smells horrible. I don't know if you want to eat that. Oh, you will when I'm done with it. We it should, looks, uh, given that given that Gent's turn was up next, he slowly lowers the gun away from where it's pointed, maybe at the fish, uh, and puts it back in his holster. <laughs> I think that like you were in the middle of drawing it when the fireballs went past <laughs> and just exploded. Like, no, no, it was out and pointed at Grumman uh... already. <laughs> this one. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even this isn't even telepathic. Just looks at just looks at Kit and says, "This one is not my fault." Grumman, meanwhile, is sidling over to the tree to still get those coconuts covered in <laughs> saliva and fish guts. Oh, he's definitely he's definitely going to scrape as much of that Vegemite saliva. I will say, you a, all did a, watch a him. You all did watch him run across water. Yep. Before he got speared by a tongue. Yes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. What'd Val- you run across the water for, bud? <laughs> Val- Valdez kind of looks over her shoulder at Ghent. How many impressive things does this one have to do to satisfy you? More than I can. 
You, you, can you run across water? I can run up walls just fine. I'm sure he can do that too. Sorry, Craig. No, it's fine. He's climbing. It was that loud enough for him to be able to hear. Uh, probably not that because they're they're across a river that's running, and you're okay. going up a tree. All right. Yeah, I'm just gonna go up and grab some of the coconuts. So while that while that small side conversation is happening, Grumman is just like, like sort of like uh uh like like deer hunting up a tree climbing, but with no right. stand to help, just with arms and feet. Right. Yep. Yeah, you, you try, it like breaks <laughs> off the tree as opposed to being plucked. This thing is mm-hmm. as hard as rock. Sounds hollow. Perfect. Well, worst case scenario, I've got a new drinking vessel. Best case scenario, Pina Colada is already on the rocks. I'll climb back down. <laughs> there are three <laughs> petrified coconuts, if you want to get all three of them. Yes, please. I, I, I adore him, and I want to murder him. So I see both sides <laughs> of this situation. While he's doing that, what are the rest of you in the parlor doing? Saying what I just said. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Kent goes over and kicks the rug. Don't! It might bite back! That's what he wants to find out right now, because he didn't get to shoot anything. Okay, and it's starting, to, it's starting to rack up in his tension system. <laughs> fair point. Kent goes over and kicks the rug. The rug lasts. I'm standing right next to it anyway. What, uh, does an 18 hit you? Just. <laughs> so you kick the rug, and this large polar bear skin rug mm-hmm. wraps around you as you are now engulfed in it. Excellent. <laughs> we get to roll initiative again. 11. Why do you carry why do you carry your swords in here? Mimics. The bartender laughed. I laughed. My party laughed. The table laughed. Laugh. We killed the table. <laughs> coconuts weigh how much a piece? Uh those coconuts weigh probably a good five and four pounds pa- each. Four, four, four pounds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably a good four pounds. Alright. All right. Uh, so Ghent, you take no damage, but you are grappled and restrained. Okay. As this giant bearskin rug just wraps you up. <clears throat> I'm a shooter rug. So Ghent, <laughs> uh, hang on, no. Let me let me organize. It is the Adams family. Uh, Grumman, did you roll initiative? I, I did on some. Oh, I I, I didn't click it. I got a fifteen. I'm sorry. I didn't it's send right. it to the tracker. It's all right. Fifteen. There we go. Oh, oh man. Fifteen. There we go. Ithram. Gent just got wrapped up in a rug. If you do the same well, thing you did to that fish, you might kill Gent. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've got way more hit points than that. Yeah, he does. He can take a hit. Yep. Uh, but 
I am. Yeah, no. Flail's still swinging. <laughs> Hell yeah. Here come a pair of fire javelins. 13 and a 27. Um, Can I just highlight both, for a second? Both hit. Can I just highlight for a second the irony of Grummond getting eaten by the fish and, and Ghent being like, he has to do better than me, and then Ghent walking over and getting eaten by a rug? <laughs> yeah, that I actually approached intentionally. I didn't get fucking ambushed. <laughs> Uh, it's another 41 points of damage total. So, the rug takes 20 points of damage, and Ghent takes 21 points of damage. Cool. It's hot, Ghent. You're on fire. Now it's Valdeth's turn. Valdez being marginally more concerned about the life of her fiance, um, and knowing that she can't cut through, she can't cut through a rug without hitting Ghent, um, is gonna try and force the rug open. Question: A thirteen doesn't hit me. Hmm. Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Half the damage the bear takes takes is is delivered to whatever it's grappling. Cool. All you have to do is be able to hit the bear to hit you. What if I hit the bear from inside? Okay. You are restrained. Doesn't there you are canonically able to draw guns and fire them while restrained. All it does is stop your movement and give people advantage and disadvantage. You also already had the gun. Oh no, never mind. You did. You did hold. I it. did. I did put it back in my. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he k- kicked the thing that you want to fight you without the weapon drawn. And and also your attacks are disadvantage. But yeah. Yes, my attacks are disadvantage. Yeah. What's your move, Valdez? Yeah, I'm gonna try and force the rug open. Give me an athletics check. Uh, I'm technically exhausted, so this is just a regular athletics check. 21. Let's see what it rolls. Rolled a 20. You succeed Aha! in pulling open the bearskin rug and get tumbles out. And that's one of my attacks, and the other one I will try and drive my blade through it. That's not an attack, it was an action. Well, using the attack... I guess, I guess you yeah. Get a, yeah, you don't, get to make, you don't get to make athletics checks as an attack. <laughs> well, you can. It's, it's like shove and grappling, but... Yeah, but... yeah. But not, to, is, not to force escape in, that's fair. Yeah, this is, a, this is a different thing, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking oh. like a grapple, but no, yeah, yeah, I just... I get him out. And bonus action, gain another send, because it has not been a minute since combat ended. Jerissa! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um sorry, hold on. Um I am going to huh. I am going to uh sure, why not? Used everything else. Uh, no, I will mind sliver. 
always a good choice. Okay. So it has to make a intelligence save. It fails. So that is thirteen psychic damage. It takes zero psychic damage because it is immune to psychic damage. Okay. It only has a one intelligence, but it is not psychic damage. <laughs> I mean, typically speaking, things that don't have minds are often immune to psychic damage. Didn't realize it didn't have a mind. No, that's fair. Now you know. <laughs> the, the, one, the one intelligence remark was like, I mean, at that point. That's my turn. All right. Drummond. All right. Um, remind me, if I jump while moving, does that take an action, or can I just do that as part of my movement? Um... You can jump up. You can jump as part of your movement. It's it's, it's only when you're like okay. trying to do a specific kind of jump that it takes an action. Okay, I'm going to jump down out of the tree. Um, and then at that point, as I land, uh, I'm going to. It's probably too heavy. I can't throw one of the stone coconuts at the bear, right? It's only four. It's only like four pounds. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, it's in tw- it's in twenty feet. So yeah. So I'll land and then throw throw one of the coconuts at the bear. All right. And uh, so it's improvised weapon. Unless you have something specific about throwing things. No. All right. No. Uh, so go ahead and give me a. Uh, it'll just be a, a, a dexterity, basically a dexterity check, as opposed to a regular attack roll, because you won't get your proficiency because it's improvised. Yeah, unless, unless you have tavern brawler. Well, unless you've got tavern brawler. Uh, you would think I would go on this character, but I took pressure instead. Well, uh, a dexterity check. Yeah. All right, six or eleven. So no, eleven misses. Uh, and and then I will. Um, Gent, can I jump the? Uh, a can I jump the shatters next to you. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you can run across the river. You're a monk. <laughs> I know, but the last time I did that, a fish tried to eat me, so I'd like to try to jump it. Yes, you can jump the river. It's <laughs> not that wide. Um, and then, la- okay, so I'll land there, and then I'll take my uh, my second attack, and I will uh, I will just punch it. All right. Um, I will try to punch the head, but I, I understand I'll still do damage if, if, if that happens. You try to punch the head. Oh, 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 shit. You roll a natural 20 on your own arm strike. Boom. Um, so I would, I would also, with that, I would like to, um, I, I that's the, I have crusher as a feat. So when I roll a, a critical hit that deals bludgeoning damage, attack rolls against that creature are made with advantage until the start of your next turn. So buckle up, folks. <laughs> Hey! It's gonna get silly. <laughs> um, and uh, would you like to activate the thing on your arm? Uh, the 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 tattoo. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Because I I don't want to I don't want to kill who's in there yet. Nobody's Valdez in there. there. Valdez yeah. Oh, out. that's right. Valdez, Valdez got Gent out. 
Oh yeah. Does that does that take a? I can just do that, right? That doesn't take a bonus action, right? Uh, let me look at the tattoo real quick. Uh. It is that one. Uh. Yeah, it's as a bonus action. No, you, I I I uh, I do not, I do not want to do it. No. Um. When you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can expend a charge. Oh, if it's a Blood Fury tattoo, yeah, you just spend charges. You just spend the charge. Um, no, I mean, the, the, the Eldritch Claw, what I'm looking at is, is as a bonus action, oh, you right. can you have the Eldritch, it for a minute. No, I thought you had the Blood Fury and the Eldritch No, you have, you have just the Eldritch Claw, right, right, right. Just just Eldritch Maul, so no. Yeah, just Eldritch Maul, that's um, So no, I didn't, I, I didn't turn it on, but that's okay. Um, I, I will go ahead, um, and since that was a... Um, that, that was a, uh, a crit. So that's, uh, 13, 13 points of damage. I'll spend a, a key point to make it a stunning strike. Stun the um, rug. Let's find out. I'm going to stun it up. Wow, um, you rolled shit for damage there. Yeah, I really did. Well, I mean, my damage is not huge, but... No, actually, you're right. That's pretty bad. <laughs> That's okay. You rolled two d eight and got a one and a four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. You're right. That's pretty bad. Um, so it's uh, um, uh, it, it has to make a con save against sixteen. What's the uh, or it's stunned? Yeah, yeah, or it's stunned till the end of my next turn. Seventeen on the con save. Okay, uh, that's all right. I'm going to spend another key point, and I'm going to um, uh, just start beat the shit out of it with um, uh, flurry of blows. Uh, flurry of blows. Hell yeah! So is attack still have advantage because of Crusher? Yep. Yeah, till the end of my next turn. <laughs> so, like I said, choo choo, everybody, get on the train. Get on the train. Um, and uh, let's see, how do I turn on advantage for rolls? I forget on 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 beyond D and D beyond. Little uh, beyond twenty uh, button. If you're in Chrome, it's in the upper right. There's a little drop down menu, and you can change. It's the second one type of roll to roll with advantage. All right, that that menu that thing is blank right now. I'm just going to roll twice okay. cuz I, I and then I'll figure the that out. Here's way to do it. Yep. Yeah. Um Yeah, if the pop so, up the menu isn't loading, just roll twice. So I just rolled, well, I rolled four times, hopefully they'll come through. None of them came through. There we go. Oh, oh. shit. No, yeah. is it? <laughs> okay, so another crit. And a 29. And a 29. <laughs> And the last one. Um, uh, make sure you roll the crit damage, not the regular damage. Oh, sorry. That's a little better. Um, and this does count as magical. So that's 19 from the first strike. Um, and then uh, 12 from the second one. Nice. Also magical. <laughs> So yeah, uh, so, he just... so 
I'm going to describe this from Ghent's perspective, and the rest of you can right. kind of imagine what it looks like from your perspectives. Uh, Ghent, a petrified coconut, shatters on the ground next to you. It draws your attention. You look over, because the thing just happened next to you. Right. And then you just hear... And then Grummond is next to you. And with three swift punches to the head of this bear rug, he goes... And the bear lifts with each punch. Like... Up off the ground, a little bit further off the ground, yet further off the ground, as it sort of sort of rolls back, hits the wall, collapses, and as it hits the ground, two of the suits of armor that were sort of flanking it, under the pressure of the the ground shaking, collapse on top of it. I think we can put that in the bedroom. <laughs> well, I've got it properly dusted for you now. I will give you that. All right, I'm gonna put it on the broom. Uh... <laughs> Dude, we got ourselves a fucking carpet. <laughs> I'm gonna start trying to pull it out. It takes me a while. It's very heavy. I'll, I'll help you. Okay. Get also I'm not super will, strong, actually. but I'll help anyway. Oh, Valdez. You drag the uh, the, the bear Valdez, carpet who is out actually superhumanly strong. <laughs> you drag the bear carpet out from underneath the armor. <laughs> oh, I'll activate the extra arms again just to help move the armor. Mm-hmm. Right. Try and fold it up and put it on the... <laughs> It's the, fairly large. The, it's hard to fine. fold. It definitely drags the ground. Okay. Well, I yeah. attempted. It was can can Gent determine this thing is technically dead now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, make a make a check. This is rug gonna wake 18. up at some point and try and eat you again. Uh, right. So uh, the, the 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 rug was basically a construct. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't actually a living thing in the first place. Right. Okay. Uh, and you're pretty certain that Grumman just punched it so hard that the whatever the magical control device in the head was mm-hmm. broke. Okay. Cool. Excellent. Okay. So we keep going. Um, is this? Uh, does this continue? Which way is the river flowing? Actually, because we want it's to sort go of down. flowing back towards the uh, the front of the house. Grummond, okay. You, as you're thinking about it, you know, next to that tree is probably like the perfect spot to put that stump. Yeah. Um. So, if you I'm not sure how everybody's in. feeling. Go ahead. I said, if you want to see what's really inside these coconuts, might be worth it. Yeah, you mean you mean to take the time and really get into the, the to do a thorough investigation? Co- yeah, to, to cook some coconuts. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm not sure if it, how everybody's feeling, but uh, 
if we want to to take a brief rest, uh, I've got a place. Where? Oh, carry it in my pocket. Here. Um, it's right in my pants. Let me show you. And he starts digging around in one of the pockets. No. And uh, pulls out uh, a sort of potato-looking tuber uh, with some some uh, some some long tangled roots coming out of it. And as you look closer, one of the roots up on top seems to have a little chimney, and there's like tiny little bit of smoke coming out. Oh my God, no. Horrible. Oh no, it's actually quite comfy. See, all I have to do, I just I, I'll put it in sure the ground. Oh, there might be some, but uh, no, it's sort of how you plant it and it grows into a little house underground. Quite comfy, if I do say so myself. Delightful. No. Look, I will not have you frowning on my house just because I keep it in my pants sometimes. <laughs> I don't see that you can do much about my frowning on your pants house. Fair point again. I'll give that one to you as well. Gent uh, leans but... over. Gent leans over <laughs> to Jerissa and is like, "At least it wasn't a pants tent, right?" That is a valid point. Val- Valdez looks over Ithram. Ithram, do you actually have the magical capacity for um, <laughs> the? <laughs> no, I use that. To... I, 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 I didn't use... think so. Yeah, I use that to return to yeah, the town. So that right, right. So. Drummond. Probably the safest place that we've actually got as far as recuperating. Wait, how much time how much time will we be taking? That's just uh, that's just a question of when we actually need to rest, but I'm yeah, inclined to continue you? going if we I think for now we can keep going. I mean but... I would not say no to an hour. Right? That wouldn't be fine. Take a brief breather. Yeah. Um, you said it doesn't well, affect us until we sleep, right? That is my understanding. Keeping in mind, I'm no expert on this. I'm simply relaying what I heard and what I have what I have found in my travels. All right. Well, it'll take my pants house about an hour to grow, so. Uh, probably not the sort of thing if we want to wait, uh, get going again. But uh, just keep in Absolutely mind. Absolutely sort of not. We will not be using those words again. I just use your words. You're the one who called it the pants house. I'm just trying to be a comedy. I'm talking about your pants house growing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> well, I see. <laughs> We can call it a tuber, so we could say it's nope. uh, tumescent nope. or nope. Uh... nope, 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 nope. Let's just—I tell you what—you as... spend the next hour workshopping ideas in silence. Let's just call it a fucking plant house because it's what it is. As you, oh, as don't the go discussion... in for any plant fucking. As as the discussion turns. To uh, uh, to how one might describe uh, 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 Grumman's root in gorging, uh, that's where we will end. No, I think we're not into that. That, that. that that seems fine to me. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Say Look, goodbye, if everybody. If... Bye. Bye, everybody. Hate you all. Look, if Grumman <laughs> says there's no plant fucking, Ghent relaxes significantly. I'm safe today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. Call me old-fashioned, but I won't have any of that in my head. <laughs> you do in your own time, that's up to you, but not under my plant roof. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>